With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Special Prosecutor Larry Clayman. I'm the only lawyer ever to obtain a court ruling that a president of the United States committed a crime. For truth, for competition. As a young lawyer, I helped break up AT&T. That's why you have all your cell phones today. For sovereignty, for the republic. I'm the guy who, at Judicial Watch, which I founded, uncovered the Chinagate scandal. Millions of dollars going to the Clinton campaign, corrupting our political system. For the privacy of citizens. And I'm the only guy to have enjoined the National Security Agency from mass surveillance on hundreds of millions of Americans. Tearing it up. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. Bringing it back. We're going to take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers. It's not just talk. We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Clayman, special prosecutor, is making the news. And now, here's Larry. Welcome to this edition of Special Counsel with Larry Clayman. We have a great show today. Yeah, we are going to slice and dice today. Uh, I'm headed into a hearing later with regard to a case that I just filed with regard to not just Bob Mueller. He's involved some way, the special counsel. I'm the real special counsel, of course. But we're talking about James Comey and the FBI. And we're talking about the NSA, the CIA, not the BBC, but the intelligence agencies. It's been revealed recently that they've been surveilling again virtually everybody on this country, if not the planet. And behind that was James Comey when he was running the FBI under President Barack Obama. And before that, under George W. Bush, we had Robert Mueller, the special counsel. Now, how do we know that? We know that from our client, Dennis Montgomery, who was a former NSA CIA contractor He came forward with 47 hard drives, over 600 million pages of information, much of it classified. I've never seen it. I got him immunity. We came forward to the FBI, to James Comey himself. He was supervising this investigation, we were told, by the general counsel. I tried to meet with him. Now I understand why he didn't, because he was actually conducting illegal surveillance. And it's not just Dennis Montgomery that will tell you that James Comey and Robert Mueller, both former FBI directors, were doing illegal unconstitutional surveillance that in fact was ruled illegal by Judge Richard Leon in a prior case that I filed a few years ago. But it was also others involved in that. And that's why recently uh, we filed a new lawsuit, because Circa News, John Solomon, Sarah Carter, friends of mine, colleagues of mine, came forward with new information 
a order by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, known as FISC. They oversee the intelligence agencies in large part, in addition to Congress. And these orders of the court, which were revealed, actually say that the FBI was conducting illegal surveillance along with the CIA, NSA, and others. They were working together in concert, is what lawyers say. Now, we know that Comey never did an investigation of what uh, Dennis Montgomery had given to him. It was buried. He even testified Montgomery for three hours in front of special agents Walter Giardina and William Barnett. And it's obvious that Comey told them to deep-six that investigation because he would have been implicated, and his buddy, Robert Mueller, before him would have been implicated because, in fact, Montgomery was working with the FBI during these, these periods before he came forward as a, as a whistleblower. He knows what went on. But the reason I filed the case is also because over the last several months, I have visited the House Judiciary Committee. I met with various members of Chairman Bob Goodlatte's staff, his chief of staff, his chief lawyers. I told them that they needed to bring Dennis Montgomery forward. I communicated with Goodlatte himself. Before that, Congressman Stephen King, who put me in touch with that committee, that he's a key witness and that this illegality was occurring. And it's important because what Montgomery testified to, and the documentation will show, is that the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts, other justices, 156 judges, President Trump before he was president, his associates, his family, people at Trump Tower, me, I'm a lawyer, I represent clients, I'm an advocate, obviously people view me as a legal threat. All of us were being surveilled in addition to hundreds of millions of Americans, and you would think that the House Judiciary Committee, given that judges were involved, would take an interest. But no, I never really heard much of anything back. And then I went to the House Intelligence Committee, and I met with one of their lawyers, Alan Souza, S-O-U-Z-A. It's a Portuguese name, Portuguese-American fellow, very nice guy. I laid it out to him, and I told him that the Intelligence Committees, and he was working for Chairman Nunes, needed to bring in Montgomery to testify about that too. And I said to him at the time, I said, if you don't do it, I'm going to go public. Unfortunately, I've had a lot of experience on Capitol Hill. You guys make a lot of news. You get on Fox News. You get on CNN. But actually doing something is a whole nother question. And, of course, nothing happened there either. And I even wrote Nunes a letter, which I then copied on all Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee and all of the Democrats. No response. Then I went to the Senate Intelligence Committee of Chairman Richard Burr. Nothing happened. So I went to the Judiciary Committee on Capitol Hill, also in the Senate, and I briefed one of its aides. I mean, the guy's actually a friend of mine, but he hasn't done anything. I won't reveal his name. And I wanted him to get to Chairman Grassley and to get to uh, Senator Orrin Hatch, for which he works, both on the Judiciary Committee, both so-called powerful senators. Nothing happened. Now, as I'm walking out of the Comey hearing a few weeks ago, I'm on Constitution Avenue, and I see Chairman Grassley of the, House, of the Senate Judiciary Committee walking down the street. So I yell out, Senator Grassley, do you have a few mo- minutes? He stops. He looks around. Obviously, you know, he knew who I was. I wasn't a terrorist or anything like that. And I walked with him over to the Capitol. And I briefed him about what's going on with regard to judges and Supreme Court justices and the chief justice and everything else. I repeated it three times. I think uh, Grassley's a little hard of hearing right now. But I made sure that I got through. And he then turned to his scheduler, and he said, take Mr. Clayman's card. He knew I had founded Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch. Obviously, I'm well-known in Washington and elsewhere. And he said, set up a meeting with Mr. Clayman. Now, a week later, 
when uh, the Attorney General testified Sessions. I was back on Capitol Hill to watch that hearing, and I went by Grassley's office because I hadn't heard anything. And I asked to speak with a scheduler just for 15 seconds to see when we set up the meeting. And she refused to come out for 15 seconds, and she was there. So this is why I have to, had took matters into our own legal hands. I'm a plaintiff here. Montgomery's a plaintiff here. And what we're basically saying is we've been illegally surveilled. I know that my cell phone's been hacked several times in the last six months. I've gone through three cell phones. I've confirmed the hacking through Verizon. I have witnesses. Montgomery's computer was attempted to be violated. So we're both plaintiffs in this case because this illegal surveillance, which Judge Richard Leon in our initial cases said was unconstitutional, almost almost Orwellian, has continued with regard to Trump, with regard to me, with regard to others, and with regard to hundreds of millions of Americans, in particular under Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which deals with overseas calls. 215 of the Patriot Act, now the USA Freedom Act, was implicated as well. So we brought this lawsuit, and I have... I then filed a motion for temporary restraining order. This is the way I pushed it along initially, to get the court to act. And sure enough, Judge Leon, who I had the case assigned to because it was related, the cases are similar to the first cases that I brought where I was successful, which gave rise to the USA Freedom Act. But now that's being violated too, as I've just said. I filed a temporary restraining order motion, and the judges set it down for an early status conference. So this case is moving along. And I'll tell you what's important about this case is that James Comey and Robert Mueller have committed crimes on behalf of the FBI. We can prove it, but Comey buried it. So I'm going into court asking that the court preserve the evidence that Montgomery gave to the FBI. Hopefully it hasn't been destroyed. If it has, Comey's got an even bigger problem. But he has obstructed justice. He's he's buried this, not just for his friend, but Mueller, but also for himself. And this is serious. And you've heard all these allegations, you know, suggestions, whatever, coming... Comey, when he testified in front of the Senate Intel Committee, which is an absolute disgrace, Richard Burr, the chairman, the Republican establishment chairman, is a lapdog that rolls over to the Democrats, and the Democrats, uh, you know, just go ahead and rip Trump for no reason. But the, the reality here is, is that it's Comey and Mueller who have obstructed justice. They're the ones that should be before a grand jury. They're the ones that should be indicted. And this case will pry the lid off the can of this illegality. You know, rather than floating rumors that Mueller may be terminated or that he has a conflict of interest that's been occurring lately through various sources, what should be done is to point out and to prove that these individuals are themselves criminally liable. And for that reason, at a minimum, Mueller has to get off the special counsel investigation. He he himself should be under investigation. And that's the importance of what we're doing at Freedom Watch. That's the importance of using the legal process, because Congress is ground to a halt. They're obstructing this thing as well. Probably they fear that the intelligence uh, agencies have dirt on them. It'll smear them. I call it the Anthony Weiner factor. I mean, up on Capitol Hill, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. God knows what goes on. Well, actually, I do, and that's the problem. You know, all kinds of irregularities, all kinds of of, uh, stuff that you really don't want out there if you're a congressman or senator and want to get reelected, much less... Uh, indicted and prosecuted or go before the ethics committees of the Senate and the House. But that's why we had to do it. And that's the strength of what I do and what Freedom Watch does is that we represent the American people. We're your Justice Department. We cannot depend on government. The three branches of government have totally broken down. 
the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. The executive branch has, has broken down under Trump because the Democrats are trying to destroy him, and, you know, and our president's unable to even get a breath most of the time to carry out what he wants to do legislatively. He's done a lot with executive orders, and I really commend him for that. But here's the story here, is that without a Larry Klayman and without a Freedom Watch, and that's why we have this show, Special Counsel with Larry Klayman, we're not just making, we're not just repeating the news, we're actually making the news. And that's why I hope you tune in every week, and I want you to go to our website at freedomwatchusa.org, read what we do. We need your strong financial support. We can't do it without you. We need to hire more people because, frankly, there's nobody else out there that's doing the job. You know, my former group, Judicial Watch, they file Freedom of Information Act cases. They get some documents that are pretty good sometimes. They go on TV, and they talk about it. That's great for going on TV, but what are you going to do about it when you get the documents? Larry Klayman and Freedom Watch are actually doing something beyond just getting documents. We're the ones who are bringing cases to bring about justice. And while we don't always get a judge like Judge Leon, because... 70 to 80% are Clinton and Obama appointees. Many are leftists, and they cook the results of these investigations. Is that sometimes we do get a judge like Leon, and that's the power of what we do. We're not just Freedom of Information Act. We are your private Justice Department, and that's what I was when I was at Judicial Watch. Changed after I left, and that's what I am now. So go to freedomwatchusa.org and see what we do and contribute to our cause. We'll be right back. Dangerous. Lethal. Special prosecutor. Very bad. Larry Clayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. I'm going to introduce you now to a long and really good friend of mine, Mark Fitzgibbons. He's a lawyer like me, an excellent lawyer, has done a lot of work with the government, and he wrote a column recently. I'm going to put it up on our website and on this blog. You can go to freedomwatchusa.org and we'll hook it in to the blog of this radio show that will be available ad infinitum into the future. Mark did a, did a column, an excellent column, about the risks of administrative subpoenas and how, frankly, they're unconstitutional and violate the Fourth Amendment. And this is a way that all these administrative agencies and departments can get around getting probable cause to be able to get into our underwear, to be able to get into confidential information without probable cause. Mark, I introduce you to our listeners because what that column is a great column, and it's the corollary to what I was talking about earlier with regard to the illegal activity of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and how they're able to get information which could potentially even blackmail, in this case, the head of the Supreme Court, you know, the Chief Justice Roberts, and people wanted to know why he flipped on Obamacare. Well, we know from our client Dennis Montgomery, the whistleblower, that in fact they were surveilling Chief Justice Roberts, did they have something on him? Is that why he flipped at the last minute? And now we know, of course, the consequences of Obamacare. That's in the news this week and the difficulty in repealing it and coming up with something that works. So I turn it over to Mark to explain what the difficulty is here and what the risks are and the dangers for the American people. Mark? Hey, Larry, it's uh, great to be with you. I really appreciate it. And you've hit it right on the head, Larry. The, uh, the, the whole point of the Fourth Amendment is to protect a, a right of security. Uh, in the 20th century, uh, the courts interpreted the Fourth Amendment to include a right of privacy, and that's good. But it's the right of security. And early on, 
before the Fourth Amendment was was uh, adopted in England and America, searches were used as a, a way to gather information to, uh, you know, sometimes blackmail people, extort people. So, uh, and even uh, some of the uh, 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 English judges prior to uh, the Fourth Amendment being adopted, one named Edward Cook in particular, uh, was arrested and his papers were, uh, were, were, were gathered and, and, and taken into custody. So the threat of Fourth Amendment violations uh, is particularly keen not only for people, but for uh, people in, in office, people uh, in, in positions of judicial responsibility, judges, uh, Supreme Court justices. So it, we have a right of security to prevent the government from trespassing on our right of security. And your lawsuit uh, is, is uh, so incredibly important because the, the deep state or the administrative state has shown that they are willing to violate the Fourth Amendment in order to obtain information that can embarrass uh, people in, in, in high places. It can be used to uh, target uh, businesses, nonprofit organizations, and, and, and your, your day-to-day citizens. But when it's used to, uh, to basically, uh, you know, or potentially, uh, you know, blackmail or extort, uh, you know, Supreme Court justices, uh, members of Congress, uh, we're no longer under the rule of law. We're under the rule of the deep state or the administrative state. Um, and I, I write a lot about what are called administrative subpoenas, and and and, and like these uh, judgeless warrants, uh, where where people are surveyed, surveilled. Uh, bureaucrats essentially write their own warrants. They don't have to go to a judge. They don't have to have probable cause. They write these warrants called administrative subpoenas or otherwise known as civil investigative demands to require businesses and nonprofit organizations and, and, and people to uh, hand over their private papers. And, of course, papers are protected under the Fourth Amendment, just like our houses, our persons and our, our effects. And in the period of the 1760s, right before uh, the American Revolutionary War, uh, there was a tremendous amount of uh, important activity relating to the Fourth Amendment. Uh, one was the case brought by uh, James Otis, a lawyer and, and uh, a tremendous, tremendous patriot, uh, suing against what were called the writs of assistance, which were general warrants were, um, that were signed by judges, by the way. But they authorized the searching agents to go uh, into anybody's home uh, without being specific uh, in the nature of these warrants. That's why they were called general warrants. Across the and that's Atlantic. the risk, Mark. I want to thank you, Mark, for coming on, and, and we'll bring you back soon. God bless to you. Great work. God bless you, Larry. Thanks. that make corrupt politicians make wee-wee in their little pants. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Special Prosecutor, Larry Klayman. 
To support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. Let's talk now about what's been going on in this country, the division, the violence caused by hatred, whipping up sentiment that causes the American people to literally be in a civil war. I wrote a column about that in the last few weeks. You can find it on our website at freedomwatchusa.org, the nation on the brink, brink of civil war. You have this incitement to violence, and let's go back a little bit, because we remember that President Obama and his Attorney General Eric Holder whipped up a lot of violence in the context of Black Lives Matter, Louis Farrakhan, Nation of Islam, Al Sharpton and his organization, New Black Panthers Party. It really started with the fact that these individuals uh, couldn't actually accept the fact that the American people had elected the first African-American president. And I was proud of that at the time. You know, I, I don't politically like Obama, but I was willing to see what he would do. And over time, I saw how hateful he was. And I saw how he was trying to divide the country and trying to relive the era even before Martin Luther King, to whip it up for political purposes. That's how he got elected, because it drove the African-American community, not all of them, because there are really good African-Americans that don't believe in this kind of thing, like my client, Demetric Penny in Dallas, a police officer who brought cases against Black Lives Matter, Farrakhan, and Sharpton, and others. But this is what they were doing, and, Her- and Eric Holder contributed to this as attorney general. And we saw that it was almost virtually every other day that a white cop or a cop of mixed race or whoever was being killed by Black Lives Matter people and also by the disciples of Farrakhan. In fact, in Dallas, Texas, the individual who con- conducted that massacre, that Demetric Penny brought this case, and he's a, he's a cop in Dallas, who, and you know he's African-American, and he saw how destructive this was. And of course, his, his brothers were fallen, and he was threatened uh, when he brought the case and even before is that this was so destructive that someone had to do something about it. We heard Black Lives Matter people saying, pigs in blankets, fry them like bacon. We heard Farrakhan just three days before the Dallas massacre rip into white cops and whites telling his disciples to kill them directly. No ifs, ands, or buts. You can find the video on our website at freedomwatchusa.org. So we filed these cases. And, you know, they did have an effect because you don't hear that rhetoric that much anymore. We even included George Soros, that evil financier, that self-hating leftist Jew, atheist. By the way, I'm of Jewish origin myself, so don't take it as anti-Semitic. But this is a guy who actually took property away from Jews in World War II as they were on their way to the gas chamber and the ovens and turned it over to the Nazis. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, he claims he did it to save his life, but I'll tell you something. I'd rather die, frankly, than to do something like that against my own people. This is what we're dealing with in this country. And if you layer that on top of the Hollywood left, whether it's Madonna, whether it's Snoop Dogg, whether it's Kathy Griffin, and now Johnny Depp, okay, who just yesterday called for the assassination of President Trump, and you've got, of course, the Caesar and Brutus play in in Central Park in New York, and and you mold that into the hatred that you see on CNN, on MSNBC, the cable networks, and what's become of the Washington Post that at one time was slightly left of center and fairly decent, not great. I mean, they picked on me during the uh, Clinton years, but that's okay. I'm a big boy. But they've gone way over the top. I mean, it is, it's been totally corrupted, and they're dishonest. The New York Times is beyond the pale. The L.A. Times is a complete rag. Most of it are AP stories, unless they want to attack Trump. used to be a, a good paper, had some news. Now it doesn't even have any news except attacking Trump. But if you roll that all in, again— 
with these leftist judges who are, who are writing decisions about the president's temporary travel ban just to be able to come up with a better sitting system of vetting. And we've seen just this week an attempted terrorist attack in an airport in Minnesota by someone yelling Allah Akbar, as well as attacks in Great Britain, attempted attacks in France. Actually, it was an actual attack near the Champs-Élysées and in Brussels. Uh, you roll that all in with these judges writing that Trump's a racist and anybody that supports him by implication is a racist. And what do you have? You have Alexandria, Virginia, just a week ago, where Republican congressmen were shot up. Uh, Congressman Steve Solis was almost killed. He'll probably never recover fully again. And you've got this threat of continuing violence in this country. And that takes me to Eric Holder. Eric Holder, let me tell you what happened just about a week ago. I'm taking a plane to Washington, D.C., and I'm in work, walking past first class. I don't take first class. I try to save money for our contributors and such. But Eric, man, he's a big shot. You know, he's now working for Covington and Burling. They can go first class. The seat's worth about $5,000. You know, it's not really a very long flight, but okay. You want to live a good life? Fine, Eric. That's fine. But I see him sitting there in first class, and our eyes kind of catch each other. And he yells out in a very nice way. He says, Larry, what are you planning next? And I said, I don't know, Eric. Why don't you give me some advice? What should I be doing? And he says and responds, we've got a really big problem. He's obviously talking about Trump. So I come back sarcastically and I say, you know, Eric, why don't we group together? You're a man of justice. And he starts laughing. And I walk off. Moral to the story is the devil can be very, very personable. I mean, he is, in effect, a legal devil along with Obama. This is a guy who, during the Clinton administration, covered up the Chinagate scandal, which I uncovered at Chinagate. I was the trigger for that, selling seats on trade missions to the Chinese, selling everything in the White House, judgeships, overnight stays in the, in the Lincoln bedroom. I used to joke, you know, for $100,000, you could stay in the Lincoln bedroom. You know, if you're willing to sleep with Hillary, you could stay for free. Uh, not only that, commissionerships. And I also had another joke, you know, and I like Chinese people, believe me, but I joked about this, but they had a cat called Socks the Cat, and I said, you know, let's hope they haven't sold socks to the Chinese. Poor socks. But they were selling everything, absolutely everything. And Eric Holder at the Justice Department not just covered up the Chinagate scandal, he was Deputy Attorney General under Janet Reno. He actually sold pardons to people like Mark Rich for money going into the Clinton-Gore re-election campaigns and coffers. This man is, is corrupt to the core. And, of course, we know during Fast and Furious, you know, he was responsible for gun running, which resulted in the death of a border agent that was just trying to enforce the immigration laws. And he lied to Congress. He was held in contempt. Nothing ever happened to him. So here's Eric Holder. I'm coming onto the plane. Nice Eric Holder. You know, you'd want to have a drink with the guy if you didn't know what he did besides that. You know, he's buds with Larry Klayman, you know. It's funny. I've never wanted to be a club that I could be a member of, in the words of Mount Groucho Marx. But that's the Washington. Is it even Larry Klayman, you know, special counsel, special prosecutor Larry Klayman? Even I, they consider me part of the club. I don't want to be part of any club. When I ran for the Senate myself in 2003 and 2004 in Florida, I said, I want to take a club to the Senate instead. I don't want to be a part of the Senate club. But this is the problem. And now Eric Holder... This guy who, along with Obama and Clinton, did so many illegal things, committed so many acts against this country, has now intimated this week that he's not just part of the resistance against Trump, but he wants to run for president. And you know what? 
with his personality, because he's got a great personality, he could potentially win. He's smarter than Obama. He's more articulate than Obama. He's better looking than Obama. And he could potentially win. And can you imagine what would happen at that point? Because this country would just become, it it would break out in racial violence. Uh, I mean, beyond anything we've even seen so far, he would divide Jew and Christian against Muslim. Uh, He now works for a law firm called Covington and Burling, which is basically a Democrat law firm. His uh, head of the criminal division when he was attorney general was Lanny Brewer. Not coincidentally, Lanny Brewer also works for Covington and Burling. This is the firm that has destroyed Sheriff Joe Arpaio in Arizona, in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, for alleged profiling of Latinos uh, when Sheriff Arpaio was just simply trying to enforce the immigration law. And they got a crazy judge named Murray uh, Snow who obliged and wants to make a name for himself. Uh, Arpaio's going to trial soon on criminal contempt as a result of that, and that's why he lost the election. But can you imagine what this country would be like if we had a repeat of Obama in the form of Holder? You'd probably have Loretta Lynch back as attorney general under, under them. They're, I mean, they're Bobsy twins in many ways. And they stoked all of this violence. And this is why that we have Freedom Watch. And I've been critical of President Trump, you know, when it was appropriate. We're nonpartisan. I've been critical of, of Congress. In fact, some of the defendants in this lawsuit I just brought against Comey are appointees of President Trump, such as Mike Pompeo, head of the CIA, such as Mike Rogers. He wasn't appointed by Trump, but he's still... Uh, head of the NSA, and Dan Coates, who was director of national intelligence, because this illegal surveillance is going on even under Trump. Trump doesn't approve of it, but these people are doing it. They're part of this deep state. They're disloyal to him. They're destroying him. And I brought this case, and Republicans are in there too. But you know what? We have to be nonpartisan, but we also have to do whatever we can to save this presidency. It's our last chance, because if we don't succeed, we're going to have an Eric Holder. And Eric Holder is an absolute anathema to this republic. Sure, he'll be very, very personable, and you'll like him initially, but you'll see that in the end, he'll even be worse than Obama because he's smarter than Obama and more devious than Obama, and he knows no bounds. And the Washington establishment likes him. Even Newt Gingrich the other day said something nice about him, and I like what Gingrich has been saying lately, because this is a town where there's a club. You know, let's go back to the days of James Carville and Mary Matlin, who during the Clinton years got married. Carville, of course, was that evil political consultant for Clinton. He actually revealed that Clinton had committed a crime. I got a ruling by Judge Royce Lambert that he had when when they both conspired to release the Privacy Act protected files of a woman that Clinton had harassed in the Oval Office, sexually harassed. And, but the thing here is, is that this is something which we need to address and only Freedom Watch and Larry Clayman, special prosecutor with Larry Clayman, you hear about it on this show, because we have brought lawsuits against Eric Holder. He's part of cases in Dallas over the deaths that occurred there in the massacre. He's part of a case that I'm going to be refiling with regard to, I was assaulted at LAX airport a few months ago by what appeared to be a woman speaking Arabic because they whipped up violence during Trump's travel ban. Okay, And they charged at me and others. She did, screaming... Um, all kinds of, of names. We thought we were under attack. And, of course, just a few weeks earlier, there had been a terrorist attack at Fort Lauderdale Airport and a baggage claim. So I'm going to hold Eric Holder accountable. We don't try to influence elections, but Eric Holder needs to be prosecuted. And he can pretend that he's my friend. But I'll tell you something, I'm not his friend. 
So I want you to go to our website at freedomwatchusa.org. We're taking on the establishment, whether it's the politicians, whether it's the media. We have a leftist media strike force. We have a judicial selection coalition to get better judges because the judges are writing decisions which are stoking violence as well. These leftist judges that are calling Trump and anybody supports him a racist, in effect, deplorables. And then we have, of course, the Hollywood elite, the leftist elite who think they're not touchable, that they're untouchable. Well, I got news for you, Johnny Depp. I got news for you, Kathy Griffin. I got news for you, Madonna. I got news for you, Snoop Dogg. Any way that I can get to them and sue them and hold them accountable, I will. And for anybody out there that's listening, feel free to come to me. If you have been defamed by the left, if you've been harmed in any way, because we will be there for you at Freedom Watch. And that's why I do want you to go to our website, contribute to our cause. We're very small. As I said, we just don't file Freedom of Information Act cases. Getting documents is, is fine. It's great. You know, I have Freedom of Information Act cases too. But, you know, most of these judges today are Obama and Clinton appointees. They slow roll it. They slow rolled it even for my former group, Judicial Watch, that I founded back in 1994. They never were able to depose Hillary Clinton. You know, and it's great to get on on the uh, cable networks, you know, Fox News or whatever, and you can talk about it. But what are you going to do after that? It's Larry Klayman and Freedom Watch that bring the lawsuits that seek justice. So I want you to go to freedomwatchusa.org. Please contribute to our cause. We need to hire more people. We need to ramp up because we need to save the republic from the likes of Eric Holder. And we need to support this president because he's to break up the swamp in this country. And I'm from Florida. I know what a swamp's all about. And we have worse than alligators in this town. We have rattlesnakes. We have water moccasins. We have rats on the banks of the Potomac. And I'm not talking about animals. I'm talking about the people that inhabit it, the politicians, the judges, the lawyers, the lobbyists, the corrupt law firms like Covington and Burling, frankly. I think it's corrupt. And this is the thing that we have to face. We have to do it for ourselves. So please support us. FreedomWatchUSA.org. FreedomWatchUSA.org. I'll be right back. Before he was a trial lawyer, he sliced him and diced him. People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country that put you at risk? In a meat packing plant. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A very special prosecutor, Larry Clayman. Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate. This part of our case is, I call it the verdict, because we've got to come up with some kind of conclusion in terms of the context of this show, where we are at this point in time. You know, we heard the president say that there are no tapes that he kept or made in the White House with regard to James Comey. But he also intimated, and I think he's right about this, the intelligence agencies, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, they have been surveilling him inside the White House. It's clear these lakes are not just coming out from people in his administration in the White House who are not loyal. They're actually listening to him with devices. They can turn on TVs. They can turn on cell phones. They can do a number of different things. In fact, you know, it's not just the United States that does this. During the Clinton years, the Israelis actually had audio tape of Bill Clinton having oral sex, if you can believe that, with Monica Lewinsky. 
and they may have used that to convince Clinton to be more favorable towards Israel. Uh, the Russians, they have an annex of their embassy on 16th Street, and that's for the purpose of listening into the White House. And that tells you what kind of world we live in today, and it tells you the importance of what we're doing at Freedom Watch in trying to stop this illegal surveillance, at least from the standpoint of the tyrannical deep state, these agencies who are out of control, who are more powerful than the President of the United States, who have decided they want to destroy President Trump. Now, this week, we know that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has introduced legislation to, in effect, amend Obamacare. I mean, regrettably, it doesn't repeal Obamacare. It's just trying to make it work. Okay, you know, it's a little bit, and, and excuse the French, once you get entitlement legislation in Washington, D.C., it's a little bit like herpes. You've got it forever. Maybe it's a little bit like true love. It doesn't last forever. But the reality is that this kind of a situation was caused by Chief Justice John Roberts. And we know from Montgomery that he was being surveilled. What did the intelligence agents possibly have on Roberts that got him to write an incomprehensible majority opinion where he first said that Obamacare was not a tax and therefore it was unconstitutional? He implied that. But then by the end of his decision, he said it was a tax and could be considered constitutional on that basis. This is a decision, a majority de decision, which basically has brought the economy for a period of time to its knees. It's recovering now, but it took a while. It's knocked people off of, of health care. My health care in Florida, I had Cigna Insurance Company. I didn't even know that they had canceled it because they pulled out of Florida. I don't have health insurance right now. I'm looking for health insurance because it comes up during a period of the year that I can't get reinsured. If I, something happens to me health-wise, I'm in the deep you-know-what. So what caused Roberts, who's generally a conservative in theory, to flip? And it tells you the power of these intelligence agencies. You know, we had on our first show David Marconi, a fine Hollywood writer, a friend of mine who wrote Enemy of the State. Gene Hackman starred in that. Marconi was clairvoyant. He could see what was going to happen. Uh, what he produced as a movie, a really great movie, I urge you all to go out and rent it or buy it, foretold what was going to happen later on. And we come full circle. We come now to the current situation where James Comey has triggered a special counsel investigation by his friend Robert Mueller. And the two of them are implicated in crimes against the American people with illegal surveillance. And the key to that, the key witness, is Dennis Montgomery. Congress doesn't want to hear it because they probably knew about it and covered it up. Or they're afraid that if these chairmen of these various committees, intel committees, judiciary committees, push too hard, the dirt about them will be released. That In fact, you'll get the same treatment that President Trump and others have gotten and will get. And this is the disgrace of our country. And this is why this country is in dire shape. And you have a Freedom Watch. And you have a special prosecutor, Larry Klayman. And you have a president who's trying to bring, about, bring this country back to greatness. And we need your help. We need to rise up in a peaceful Second American Revolution. We need to do it a la Martin Luther King, like Valenza in Poland who brought down communism, the Pope, John Paul II, great man, maybe the greatest man of the 20th century, Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan, and others. Now we have to do it for ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. So go to our website at freedomwatchusa.org, freedomwatchusa.org, contribute to our cause, sign up, get our publications, get our YouTubes that I do on a frequent basis. Get this show sent to you by podcast so you can distribute it. 
We need to rise up. Gideon's army is back, as in the Bible. And we will prevail. Because God is on our side. We're not afraid. We will do what it takes to bring this country back to greatness and save the republic. Thank you for listening today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.